This quarter was another step in the right direction. We saw improvement in all the key metrics across the board. What is the main takeaway that you yourself as the CEO of the business want investors to take away from this earnings report? And what should they be focusing on in the future as it relates to the story and the growth of Canopy? Hey, everyone. Welcome to our latest TDR Cannabis exclusive. Thanks for checking in. I'm your host, Shad Dales. A lot of you have been reaching out to us for the past couple of months. You wanted them? Well, we've got them. Let's welcome in the CEO of Canopy Growth, which trades on the ticker symbol on the NASDAQ under the ticker symbol CGC. David Klein, good to see you. Yes, our audience has been waiting for this for a while, and here you are. Yeah, good to see you as well. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, appreciate it. Anthony Burrell, thanks for checking in. This is going to be a good one, yeah. right? Yes, what I want. I've been looking forward to this for a while. Um, yeah. Ready to dive into the numbers and dive into the progressive story that Canopy's got for us. Oh man, we reached out to people who said we're trying hard to get them on, and then a, a month, two months later, they're like, "You guys are liars." But this uh, solidifies <laughs> everything. We're telling the truth. But David's on. Uh, listen, uh, Wanda. First, uh, we'll dive into the numbers in just a moment. But first, take. When we look at these latest numbers, like what does this signal as a company, given the significant amount of change that your company has endured over the last six to 12 months? Yeah, look at what I think this 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 tells that the that the story's working. The the, okay. the the things we've been saying for a while are, are, are working for us, right? We we now have really, really attractive uh, gross margins across our cannabis businesses. We're now putting on top line growth. And, and like, let's just be let's just let's just be honest here. Trying to grow a business very fast when we're not delivering on margins doesn't make sense, right? So we got the margins right. We're now growing the top line. This last quarter, we actually uh, finished the transition to be a hundred percent cannabis-focused uh, business. Yeah, because with the opportunities in front of us in cannabis, why would we want to be doing anything else? Uh, and uh, yeah, and uh, we've we've scheduled our Canopy USA vote. Yeah, who would have thought? Focus a hundred percent cannabis, but you know it all makes common sense, right? Uh, first up, I know there's uh, a lot of investors have reached out to us asking about, you know, financing uh, balance sheets. We're going to get into that next week with the second podcast that we're going to be doing with you. And we'll address that. But I want to first begin. Let's take a little bit more in depth into some of these numbers. And it showcased sequential revenue growth across Canadian businesses, which is great. And a record quarter for medical and adult use sales. You achieve consolidated gross margins up 36% in Q3, with Canadian cannabis gross margins increasing to 28%, which was up 11% year over year. So what do you think was the main beneficiary of this uh, sequential growth? Yeah, I, th I think I think it really comes back to having a business that's sized for the market that we're in. And so we can generate really strong margins uh, with the footprint that we have today in Canada. And um uh, yeah, and now now we feel really good about being able to tack on growth from there, uh, and we have some some really cool things coming up that I think will continue to drive our growth in the Canadian market. It's great. Yeah, David, congrats on the quarter. I mean, once again, one of the big um, I guess points around the canopy story has been getting the SGNA down, starting to really lean out and right size the business, and we saw a forty percent reduction um, year over year in SGA to fifty four million dollars um, for the quarter. I mean, is there a target that you're looking at to get that SGNA down to um, in, in the future? Or are we kind of starting to like really base out with that number as as of last quarter and this quarter? The story has been the business is right sized as it stands today. Yeah, look, there's a little more uh, there's a little more cleanup that we can do in SGNA. And, you know, we, we, we always talk about, uh, you know, having a, 
a bit of a war on costs going on around here. And so yeah. we'll keep we'll keep looking at that. But we think for the most part, uh, the size business that we have today is a business that is sustainable. It's a business that that we can grow. And, you know, we, we, we think we're we're just about there. OK. And then another another thing was the, the adjusted EBITDA. Um, I know we saw a loss of nine million versus one hundred and thirteen million um, from the year prior, which is an eighty two percent improvement. I mean, in the release today that you you reaffirmed guidance um, to achieve positive adjusted EBITDA on each business unit exiting fiscal year twenty twenty four. Can you walk us really through how you get there um, to, to get these metrics into the uh, into the positive range? Yeah. So if you if you think about our business, it's really it's our Canadian business, which which uh, which um, uh, operates uh, on a positive basis as we sit here today because of those gross margins. It's our um, stores and Bickle business, which uh, has always generated really strong gross margins and ultimately, you know, ultimately good financial performance. Our international business is, is up big and that business is producing um, positive cash flow for us. And so you look across all of the businesses and they're all doing well and they're all growing. Then what we have is we have uh, the cost of being a public cannabis company. Mm-hmm. And so those are the costs that we're, that we're working to outrun with, uh, with top line growth. And so as long as each of the businesses are performing and we continue to grow, we, we, can, we, we overcome the cost of being a public cannabis company. Hmm. Okay. So, so basically the way the company's trending right now, it's trending in the direction of reaching those goals um, for the fiscal year 2024 guidance. Hmm. Yes. And you mentioned S&B. I mean, S&B is a unit that it's obvious Canopy prides itself on. Um, it's, a, it's an innovative brand. It's a consumer-facing brand and the leader in the vape space. Um, that showed 54% sequential growth um, year over year in, in that market. I mean, I some, some people feel it's, I don't want to say fragmented, but it's kind of a lost part of the story. How does that fit into the overall canopy strategy? And why is that such a, a, a not a focal point, but a prideful brand um, in the canopy portfolio? I'll start with the brand first, right? Because I, I, I love having that brand in our portfolio. I think it creates a little bit of uh, that premium halo for us. And, you know, ultimately, when we can go to market the way we want to go to market, we want to walk into uh, our customers and be able to to have, a, you know, be able to sell stores and Bickle devices and sell Juana yeah. and sell Jetty and sell Tweed. And like, it's all part of the brand story that is Canopy. And, you know, the the, the new Venti that launched, uh, you know, you can, you can, you don't have to listen to me really. You can, you can look at uh, what you see on social media about the Venti, the throughput in that device, you know, you know, 20, 20 liters a minute coming out of that device is just staggering throughput. If you're a, if you're a vape, uh, a flower based vape aficionado. So it's just outstanding devices. It's a business, by the way, that's doubled uh, over the last four years at the top yeah. line level. Um, some, some of that growth has come from innovation. Some of it's from distribution. We're going to keep delivering on both of those components of the growth story going forward. Yeah. Well, I have a, uh, I actually have one of the Venti's on my, on the way to me. So I will, uh, I look forward to, uh, I look forward to trying it out and I'll definitely have a, uh, a review and an opinion on the product moving forward. So I'm, st- I'm actually stoked to get my first SMB, um, product. One other thing that has been a big part of the story. Testimonial time. Testimonial time. (laughs) Yeah. So one other big part of the story, the United States cannabis story, CUSA, it's been something that's top of mind to the canopy story for for a long time now. And that you mentioned in the earnings release that it's going to be a big part moving forward. 
And I mean, as we look to the largest cannabis market in the world, I mean, you also announced that there's going to be a special meeting and that there could be some, I don't want to call it light at the end of the tunnel, but some definitive information around that. Could you kind of walk us through what the process is going to be with filing that definitive proxy statement and then that special meeting that's coming up and the implications um, for uh, Canopy at large? Yeah, so so um, we expect uh, over the next week that we'll file our definitive proxy. We've already set our uh, our record date uh, as of February twelfth. Uh, so shareholders of that as of that date can vote okay. at a meeting that we'll have on April twelfth. Uh, and once we get past that vote, within days of clearing that vote, which is really to create exchangeable shares, which Constellation will move into. Yeah, okay. within days of completing that vote, we'll then exercise our options on. Uh, Wanna uh, Jetty and Acreage, and the value of that is those businesses can start working together. And I think that's really an underappreciated asset in general. Yeah, I think you know Acreage being in markets like New Jersey, they're wholesaling in New York, they're in Ohio, they're in Pennsylvania. Um, for us being able to talk about the financial performance of Acreage, Wanna and Jetty, I, I, again, I think it's a, just a. Yeah. A misunderstood and underappreciated component of our story, and I'm really excited to be able to talk about it more. This is a long time. So is it? Yeah. Is, is it, I was going to say, is it safe to say that once that proxy statement is filed and the vote is is complete, that is that the inflection point that Canopy actually enters the USA? So Canopy USA, just to Canopy be, USA, Canopy USA, Canopy USA. Yes, will be fully functioning as soon as we as soon as we get past uh, as soon as we get past that vote. Okay. And then, and then you mentioned that portfolio of assets, Wana Brands, Jetty Extracts, which are two legacy brands in the U.S. space, Acreage that has a, a foundation um, that, that'll lay, I guess, the bedrock for the CUSA um, asset. I mean, a big, a big theme on the back of something like Schedule 3 from the DEA or Safer Banking is consolidation. I mean, do you foresee growing that footprint and getting into other like marquee markets in the States um, that down the road? Yeah, I think, uh, yes. Uh, and, and I also want to throw out when we talk about acreage, uh, they have a real powerful, um, a brand in Superflex, uh, which is, which is won, uh, a number of awards in terms of the, the quality of the products out on the marketplace. So, yeah, I think when we look at expansion, we would look at, uh, a branded expansion in yeah. specific categories, um, in, in building on kind of, Acreage is based, but really more more of the Wana model um, as as we would proceed. But yeah, we're we're we're, we're interested. Canopy okay. USA, then, long time coming, right? Yeah, and I'm sure it's, a lot of investors are like that's been the big speculation for years. And I understand the Canadian market, and it's an important one. But we all know when like when Canopy USA and the whole acreage thing that went down. I'm trying to think of how many years ago is that now? Five or six years ago, but. Uh, a lot of momentum is building, as Anthony said, with potential rescheduling taking place. But uh, when that does come to uh, fruition, um, talk about just the opportunity as a whole in the U.S. market, and what that presents for the overall industry. Well, you know, when you when you uh, when you when you talk to Canadian LPs and you, you understand the environment that we yeah. have to compete in, and then and then you talk to the U.S. operators, uh, which I do frequently. You really want to be in the U.S. The economics are very different. The dynamics in the market are very different. How you can interact with your consumers uh, is very different, right? And so, being able to access that market is is critical. And we we like the way that we can we can access that market 
for our investors. And again, it will be run by Canopy USA, um, but we'll access that market for our investors. And so, you know, we'll have a, a dual listed company that can, yeah. that can grow in Canada, but also can, can really uh, build out the flag we've planted in the U.S. And in a lot of ways, probably the main reason why Constellation wrote the check to begin with and invest in Canopy, it's all about the U.S. market. Saying all that, as you launch this Canopy USA, like what kind of interest and conversations are you generating both uh, in New York, Toronto? Like, are you generating a lot of conversations and people reaching out, given the momentum that's building within the actual industry as well? Yeah, you know, I, I actually think that um, that as we get closer to the shareholder vote, I think it'll get it'll become more clear to people uh, what it is that we're doing. So, yeah. you know, you know, literally right now, uh, in, uh, if you invest in Canopy today, you're investing in WANA. And if you're in the U.S. market and you see that uh, that brand on the shelf or you've tried it before, you know how powerful it is. And mm-hmm. and I just think that that part of the story isn't all that well understood. And I think that uh, as we go through the next couple of months, uh, I think it'll become more clear. Um, and of course, after we close on those uh, on the Canopy USA transaction, you know, there will come a time when uh, when we'll be required to, um, even though we won't be consolidating the numbers into our financial statements, we'll be required to uh, to disclose those numbers so that everybody right. can see the powerful, uh, you know, economic engine that we have uh, under the U.S. umbrella. Yeah, we see we see the U.S. as a major growth driver, a major part of the story moving forward for for pretty much any cannabis company in, on the globe. But the global cannabis story is really something that's starting to take shape, primarily Australia, the EU. And I mean, your rest of the world um, cannabis revenue this quarter grew 81 percent led by the Australian market. How important is that international story to the business as it relates to today? And are there plans to bolster that business in in market or in continents such as Europe uh, moving forward? Yeah, look, our growth internationally will really come from bringing really good flour out of Canada uh, into into markets um, and just executing in those markets, right? So we'll still um, continue to kind of rely on our strategy of being asset light. So okay. you know, don't expect us to invest uh, you know big sums in growth facilities in foreign markets. I think what we've learned in Canada and even in some uh, to some extent as individual states have opened up in the U.S., things take longer than you think. And so you know we want to we want to get into those markets with our brands uh, and, and, you know, build as much of a business as we can. And then we'll pivot uh, as we see yeah. as the markets really open. With all the change that's gone on the last six to 12 months, and we all know this Canadian cannabis space got off to a roaring start for all the wrong reasons. But do you honestly feel like in a lot of ways we're at a stage now where it's just like the changes we've made, the assets that we got rid of, it's like our story really comes to fruition rather quickly over these next six, 12 months, with especially with a lot of change potentially happening in the U.S., because we know change has taken a long time. But do you feel confidently that we are going to see a lot of this story take shape and come to fruition within the next year to answer a lot of questions and concerns that maybe some people have? Look, that's that's uh, that's what I think about every morning when I get up now that we've we've been able to get through all these changes is that we're we now are at a place where our business works, our Canadian business works. Stores and Bickle always has worked. Our international business works. We'll get Canopy USA off the ground. It all starts to come together uh, in a way that I think the people inside of Canopy have believed for a while. I think, you know, we, we, we need to do we, we need to do the job of telling the story. 
of, of, of what it is we have here because I think it's unique and um, uh, can be a super differentiated uh, way of going about cannabis. And I'm sure the uh, Constellation executives are probably saying, all right, all right, all right, already. <laughs> Let's get the show on the road, right? But, uh, you know, long story short, you know, these are great numbers, I think, for the most part, uh, that I think people are starting to see, like, you know, uh, the ship's been righted. And, you know, needless to say, you've had a lot of change over the past six to 12 months. Yeah. And, you know, look, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a tribute to the people that we have working in this business at all levels of the business. I was actually packing pre-rolls this past week in, uh, in, in Smith's Falls. And the, the team is really excited. I really believe the folks that are here really want to be a part of this kind of cannabis revolution. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, you can feel the excitement, you can feel the excitement here. And, you know, I want to, I want to make sure that, uh, that I do a good job externally telling the story to our investors, because, um, this is, uh, this is, this is a, this is a very, Good story yeah. uh, as we did here today in in 2024. It's great, Anthony. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, yeah, go yeah ahead. I was going to say in, in, in closing. I mean, this this quarter was another step in the right direction. We saw improvement in all of the key metrics across the board. Um, what is the main takeaway that that you yourself, as the CEO of the business, want investors to take away from this earnings report? And what should they be focusing on in the future as it relates to the story and the growth um, of Canopy? Yeah, look, I'd, I'd, I'd want to make sure that people are understanding who we are and where we are, right? Because because as, as you guys have mentioned, there was a lot of hype and hyperbole around the industry uh, in the beginning. Right now, we have a business that works. Uh, we have a business that can that can generate profit at each level, and we have a business that can grow. Yeah, and we're, we're sitting here on top of the most exciting consumer trend of our lifetime. And, you know, I feel like it's all coming together and, and you know, I'm, I, I, I can't wait to see the results roll in. It's good. It's exciting. Okay. This is part one of our uh, two-part podcast. We're going to have part two next week. We're going to dive into some of the, uh, like I said, balance sheet financing questions that a lot of investors have. But in the meantime, I know you've got to run. I know you're going to meet with a lot of people and a lot of interviews here today, but uh, great numbers, uh, you know, great turnaround in a short period of time that we see going. And uh, listen, keep in touch and we'll check back with you next week. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Good to see you. Thank you, David. Hey, everyone. Thanks for watching. We appreciate all your feedback. So if you want to leave some comments, let us know what you think and what you want to learn of. Subscribe to our channel by clicking here. If you want to see more videos like this, then click here because at the end of the day, we would not be here without you. Thanks for watching, everyone.